Hey everyone, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for the podcast tailor-made for women who want to bridge faith and business to experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. If you're wondering if it's even possible to do all that and still build a thriving business, the answer is yes. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical tips and godly insights so you can do just that. Plus, we'll have some great guests and a whole lot of fun together. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to pursue success God's way, let's get started. Hey, friends, welcome back to the podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, I have an exciting announcement for you. Are you an ambitious woman of faith in business for whom hustle just comes naturally because that's how God made you? Have you had success, but you're just feeling unfulfilled, or maybe you're feeling overwhelmed like you have to do it all yourself, or maybe overachievement tends to be how you operate, but it is overrunning your life. Well, it is time that we redefine hustle and get to the fundamentals of pursuing success God's way. And you can do that in the upcoming Hustle with Heart live course, September 20th through November 1st. Now listen, the waiting list is now open. Registration will open on September 1st, but being on the waiting list means you're at the front of the line and you get to register for the course 48 hours before anyone else and take advantage of some special bonuses that I have just for the waiting list. So go to erinharrigan.com forward slash course waiting list or check the show notes for the link. You don't want to miss this opportunity to dig into the fundamentals of learning to pursue success God's way. And this may be a review for you if you feel like you already know how to do it, but I promise you we are going to uncover some business basics in the Bible that are going to help you redefine hustle and pursue success God's way. So don't miss it. Go to erinharrigan.com forward slash course waiting list or go to the show notes. All right, let's get to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hustle with Heart podcast. It is August. Can you believe it? I know we finished up our series on freedom last week. And this next few weeks, we're going to be unpacking the struggle is real. And what I mean by that when I say that is that as ambitious women of faith, ambitious Christian women in business, it can be really easy to get caught up in the world's noise, right? But our God is not a God of chaos, but the world wants us living in chaos. In fact, the enemy wants us living in chaos. And he wants to do that so that we are less effective for the kingdom. So here's the thing. We're going to be covering the next few weeks this idea of the struggle is real. And to be honest with you, this is leading right into the upcoming Hustle with Heart course. So you heard just before we started the episode that the waiting list is now open and you want to get on that waiting list because there are some exclusive bonuses just for the waiting list and you get advanced registration. But this is so purposeful because right now we're about to finish up Q3. We're in the middle of of the third quarter of 2021, which means we're all going to start looking toward the end of the year. Did we reach our goals? And perhaps that's going to cause some angst or frantic energy for you. So this next few weeks, we're going to be covering some struggles that we deal with. We deal with the struggle of defining hustle. We deal with the struggle of being overwhelmed and 
are we listening to God's direction and what's causing us to be overwhelmed? We deal with the struggle of overachievement because as ambitious women, achievement is kind of our thing. And perhaps you've fallen where I've been in this identity crisis of tying our identity to achievements. We're going to talk about that and how that is impacting our daily disciplines, right? And then we're going to talk about um, being underfulfilled and this hitting this wall of like, I'm successful, but it doesn't quite feel the way I thought it would. And what does that mean? And where do we find our true fulfillment? So that's what we're going to be covering over the next few weeks. Now, listen, I probably threw you off a little bit because in August, we don't have an entrepreneur interview, but that's okay. We're going to pick that back up in September. And I can promise you, you do not want to miss our interview with Amy Williams, who is the host of the Amy Williams show when she is our guest in September. So let's dive in to this idea of hustle and how do we redefine it? So I'm looking around for my phone because I have a couple of comments here that I wanted to share. So first and foremost, the the world's definition of hustle, even in Webster's, tends to be very forceful and aggressive and driving. And in fact, when I looked this up as I was preparing the details for the Hustle with Heart Coach, if you're watching this on YouTube, you see me looking down because I'm looking at my phone uh, because I want to get this right. There was another definition, though, and that definition is, is to proceed or work rapidly or energetically. And while the Bible does not talk about hustle, and I do not believe that the Lord calls us to hustle, what I do know is that this is so ingrained in us that in talking about learning to hustle with heart, to pursue success God's way, we have to sort of wean ourselves off of that definition, right? And we know that that's going to take some time. But I want to take this definition today to proceed or work rapidly or energetically, and I want to challenge us to think about this as diligence, to think about this as knowing that the Holy Spirit is here to guide and equip us, but that we are still responsible to take action. That while we have faith that God is God and we are not, and that He ultimately provides, we put that faith into action and it's called trust. And, and there is work to be done and there is, there is um, we are energized by knowing that the work that we're doing is truly to glorify him, right? It's not about us. It's not about, can I make the title, the promotion, the money, et cetera? Um, but that our focus in this hustle, if you will, is really on being energized by the Lord and doing the work that he's given us to do. So you're going to hear me probably rifling around in the Bible. I'm going to take you to some Old Testament and some New Testament today. And we're going to redefine this idea of hustle um, as as we struggle through, um, as as we not struggle through, but as as we acknowledge that it is a struggle, but the Lord is here to help us. All right, so the first place that I want to take us is Deuteronomy 20, verse 1. Now, here's what's interesting about this section of Deuteronomy. It is entitled, The Principles Governing Warfare. And we certainly could look as at this definition of hustle and think, well, we're at warfare with the world. And in a way, we are, right? Because we know that the word says that we, we don't fight against 
um, entities of the world, but of principal principalities and um, and the forces of of the enemy of Satan, right? But I just found that interesting to say these are the principles for governing warfare. But I'm going to take us um, to verse one of chapter 20 of Deuteronomy, which says, when you go out to battle against your enemies and see horses and chariots, putting on my glasses, (laughs) and people more numerous than you, do not be afraid of them. For the Lord your God is with you who brought you up from the land of Egypt. And as I'm looking at my Dr. Charles Stanley Life Principles Bible, it says that the Lord delivers us from our enemies just as he did Israel and that his presence, knowing his presence, knowing that he's gone out ahead of us, knowing that our businesses are his vehicle for the impact we're made to have on the kingdom, for the gifts and the talents that he's given us, that energizes and empowers us to accomplish anything he calls us to do. So being energized in that And I just want to read to you, if I can find it here, um, about this energy that that it should energize us for our work, to know that we are working for the Lord. Because when we're energized for the, the title and the promotion and the recognition and the money and those things, we're energized by temporal things. We wrap our identity in those achievements. And you've heard me say that I'm a recovering driver, striver, and achievement chaser. We're going to talk about overachievement in a couple of weeks, but it's not wrapping ourselves into those things, but being energized by working for the glory of the Lord. You know, Jesus was energized by his mission and his purpose that the Lord had given him. Make no mistake, if you read Mark chapter four, Jesus was busy, right? He was teaching large groups, he was doing small group mentoring, he was you know, um, being a miracle worker and a chain breaker and all of those things, Jesus was busy. Jesus was doing the work. Would you say he was hustling in the, in the way the word world describes it? No, you might say that he was working rapidly and energetically rapidly in terms of knowing that he had a limited amount of time to get done what he had to get done, but he was never hurried. He was never frantic in doing that work. And we too can emulate that when we redefine hustle is working for the Lord. The next place that I want to take you is to Genesis 39 verses 2 through 6. So this is about Joseph. That's a whole other topic. You heard me talk about that recently on my episode on the call to completion. But this is what it says. The Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. We could just stop right there. The Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. But if you look at Joseph's life, you don't see success the whole time, right? But you see that what the what the enemy meant and what his brothers meant for destroying him was actually God's work in making him fruitful. So it says he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian, and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had, and he put under his authority. So it was from the time that he made him overseer of the house and all that he had, 
that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake, and the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. And thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. And what this says about the value of hard work, that while God requires us to work, at the same time, there is value in it. There is value that we earn. So that in the case of Joseph, even though he was in a difficult place, God was using him and he had all of his needs met. God provided because the Lord caused this Egyptian master to deal with Joseph favorably. And the same can be true of us. And this is what Dr. Charles Stanley says, if you are giving your best effort at work and trusting God to give you wisdom in all of your endeavors, then watch for the ways in which the Lord will cause others to bless you, will cause you to be blessed. The best way to consciously acknowledge God's presence in every area of your work, it, the best way is to consciously acknowledge him. The knowledge that God is with you as you work will energize you every day. So again, redefining this hustle to the energy and the value of work. I now want to take you and talk about diligence. So we're going to go to Ecclesiastes 11.6. This kind of drips over into this idea that we're going to talk about, about overwhelm, where we'll be talking a little bit about boundaries. But this is section is the value of diligence it's diligence, this, this diligence is understanding when is, when is the right time to sow and which way is the wind blowing um, because we don't know all of the works of God. But here's what we know, and this is what it says in 11.6 of Ecclesiastes. In the morning, sow your seed. And in the evening, do not withhold your hand for you do not know which will prosper. You don't know what God will prosper, but it is in diligence that you take the small step. You know, so often we're bought into this idea of hustle and we think we've got to take big steps and we have to take super fast steps and we've got to take lots of steps. And what God is asking us to do is to be obedient and take the step and watch him work, right? Working as his co-laborer is, is really where we're called to be. And that's how we redefine hustle. So I just want to give you one more scripture here. And I've talked about this a number of times, but it is so important to all of the struggle that we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks. And that is in Colossians 3, 23 and 24. You probably know this by heart, but I'm going to read it to you. Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Do it heartily as to the way the world tells you, the, the way that God tells you to do it, not the world's definition of hustle. And, and we, we take that and we turn it to, to following God and to being obedient in this idea of how do we hustle with heart and pursue success God's way, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you, the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. And this is what, Dr. Charles Stanley says, every activity we engage in as believers should be done for the glory of God. Regardless of who we are, we must do each task with joy, integrity, 
diligence and energy because we represent the Lord. We are his ambassadors to the world and others will form their opinions of him through what they see in us. It then goes on to say for um, Colossians 3.24, the talents, the gifts and talents that we have belong to God. And when we neglect them or we use them for selfish purposes, that would be hustle the world's way. They are wasted. But when we invest our gifts wisely, the Lord rewards our faithfulness by making us even more effective for his kingdom and blessing us. So again, can we redefine hustle? I believe that we can, but I also know that for us to step away from that word, it's going to take some time, right? We have to sort of wean ourselves off of that. So in the meantime, let us redefine it the Lord's way. And I have three quick actions for you on doing this. How do you redefine this hustle? Number one, you acknowledge that he is first. The first commandment, I am the Lord your God, you will have no other gods before me. So number one, acknowledge that God is first. Number two, keep him at the center of all you're doing in your business by diligent prayer daily and by working to glorify him, not yourself, not the world. So acknowledge that he's first, be in daily prayer to keep him at the center. And number three, trust. Do you trust that he provides? Do you trust that your business is a vehicle for walking out the purpose he's given us and he's given you? Do you trust that the small steps will be multiplied and exponentially, supernaturally magnified if you just walk in that obedience. So those three things, those three things, acknowledge that he's first, be in prayer and relationship with him daily, and then ask yourself if you're trusting him, you're trusting his guidance, you're trusting that he's given you this business vehicle, you're trusting that you, you, your obedience will be magnified in the small steps that you take. I wanted to give you those practical things. I would love to hear what you think about that. DM me and do me a favor, share this episode on your social media, tag me. I want to to just know that this is bringing you value and that you can truly relate to how the idea of the world's definition of hustle has probably hurt you. It's probably left you at this place where you feel overwhelmed and you're overachieving and you're underfulfilled. And that's what I want us to cover in the next few weeks. And I'd love to hear how this is kind of sitting with you, how it's hitting home. And um, make sure you go get on the waiting list for the Hustle with Heart course, because we're going to unpack this definition. We're going to redefine hustle. And we are going to dig into Um, teaching you how to pursue success God's way so that you can be free from that overwhelm, overachievement, and underfulfillment. All right, guys, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a business with God as your most powerful business partner. Listen, I get so excited about your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So when you shout out, please tag me. You can follow me on Facebook as The Hustle With Heart Coach and on Instagram as Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur. For all things Hustle With Heart, visit erinharrigan.com and pick up your free copy of chapter one of my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle With Heart. 
I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. 